Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Podcasting with Will Show, episode 5 for the month of August. I'm your host, Will. And I'm just going to talk about some funny stories. They may be from the Marine Corps. They may be from, like, random work or high school. We'll find out. All right, so just thinking about, like, one of the funniest things I think in high school we ever did was, well, funny thing happened to me was my buddies, I parked my truck in front of my grandma's house, left it running, ran inside real fast. To go to, I think I had to go to the bathroom or something. I don't remember. I might have just ran inside to grab something. I came back out. My truck was gone. No idea where it was. I thought, oh, my God, someone stole my truck. My buddies come around. Like, they're, like they drove all the way around the other car. They drove back around. They're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, like, where's your truck? They're like, what's going on? I'm like, my truck. They're like, where's it at? I'm like, it was out here. And they're like, they're like, oh. And they definitely, I thought, they're like, then one of my other buddies that usually rode with him, he rolls around. He's like, ha, ha. They're like around the corner because they, they stole my truck. Then my one buddy, Joe, he had a uh, truck that you could like start it without the key in the ignition somehow. And like, we are just like, People that would take his truck and like move it in baseball practice, like, and even like I think I think baseball practice is when they did it most, or something like you'd like they take it and like hide it somewhere, move it. I think we also took one of our I think this new coach we had. I think we moved his truck from the hitting barn to the to the other side of the field, so you know he had to go look for it. His SUV that was kind of funny. That's just a funny story with that one. Then I think I'm trying to think if there's any other like funny stuff in like high school that I can remember. I'm sure like if I'm talking with friends like from school, I would, my memory would be, I would be like, oh yeah, I remember that time? Oh, there was a time my buddy paid, I think he went to Hooters and he paid in change. Literally. The Hooters waitress was not impressed. Because he left a tip in change too. Funny story about change reminds me of one time in the Marine Corps. I was not... I was not on this, I think. I didn't go on this adventure. But some of the guys were at a strip club. With like, one of the guys' brothers was there. It was like several Marines. And the other brother was a Marine too, I believe. He was a Marine too. I think. What happened was, one guy, there was a chick dancing. She may have been pregnant, I don't know. And he threw change at her and said, Dance, monkey, dance. She was... And, like, I don't, I think she was, like, white. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I wasn't there. I don't think it was, like, it was, like, funny, though. He just threw, like, change, I guess, at the, on the stage instead of, like, dollar bills. And, like, this chick, like, she didn't, instead of attacking the Marine that threw, like, the change at her, she attacked this one dude's brother that was on leave hanging out with everybody there. 
And then they got out of there real fast. And then, you know, it was like, I think I was, another strip club incident was one of our buddies was about to have a baby for the first time. He was about to be a dad for the first time. Good kid. So, like, we go to the local strip club. And when I say local, I mean, like, it was a Tulsa strip club. It was night trips at the time. <clears throat> These guys are guys. So, like, it was like three or four of us. We were like, you know, we're Oklahoma Marines hanging out. He's about to be a dad for the first time. Well, like, I go get a lap dance in the little, like, lap dance area. Not the VIP room, but the lap dance area. So, like, I'm getting it, you know. I don't have my, I'm not, obviously, I'm getting a lap dance, so I'm not paying attention to my phone at all, right? This was, like, 2000. This was a while ago, so. Anyway, though, so I'm sitting there, and, like, I've also been drinking, so. I'm like, wait a minute. Where did everybody go? They're like, I see a phone. It's like, hey, come out to the truck. So I go out to the truck. And I think the other Marines that came with us, they had drove south. So I went out where we all parked at. Nobody's there. And I think we all rode, in, we might all rode in the same vehicle. So like, nobody's there. And I'm like, where'd they go? So I go back inside, get another lap dance. And I'm like, where are you guys at? And then I'm like, Okay, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna walk back to, I'm gonna walk back to the apartment we were living at. Which, by the way, if you know where Night Trips is and you know where 81st is, where like TCC Southeast is, those apartments on the other side, cross the bridge, and the highway. That's where I live. So I was gonna walk from Sheridan at Night Trips to there. I'm like tagging where I'm going, laughing so my friends could find me. Like, as long as I'm probably one of the only people I know. Probably from like where I grew up that didn't ever go to the caravan. I don't know if I missed out or what, but I never went. And I laughed and tagged myself, said, ha, walking past the caravan. Then I'm walking. I see like these people running in the back of a truck, and then I see a cop jump. I'm like, oh, cops, be cool, be cool. And I'm just walking. And I think they followed the people riding in the back of the truck. And my buddy's like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm over by this place. So they came and finally got me. And apparently what happened is the Marines – Soon to be baby mama showed up and she was upset and she was about to start, you know, going Carrie Underwood, you know, on his truck. Which you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, listen to the Carrie Underwood song, like, before he cheats or watch the video where she talks about destroying the guy's truck. And that is what I mean by going Carrie Underwood, I guess. She was going to cause a scene. I think she was trying to get inside the strip club, too. And they were like, night trips, and they were like, oh, hold on. And then, like, that's where we had to leave. I also think that night started off with me in downtown Tulsa taking some moonshine these Marines had brought from Arkansas. And I was like, oh, they're like, be careful, Sergeant. And I was like, they're like, be careful. And I was like, just, I'm like, whatever, I drank it. And then, you know, a couple other shots later, and I am like, Probably like, oh, 
start drinking beer now. Then I had some more shots, and I'm pretty sure I vomited all over, like, downtown Tulsa Street. Saw a couple of guys I went to high school with, had shots with them, and then that's when I think we went to, I think we eventually went around, then went to, I think we, that's how we ended up at night trips later. And by night trips, I was still, I think night trips may have been where I started drinking beer. Yeah, and it was, it was a fun night. And then another funny Marine story, this is actually, I was actually in on this one. We were out partying, or like, you know, bar hopping in Oceanside. Mostly at, I think, the Haunted Head. There's a few other bars I think we hit up around there. And it's time to go back. And my buddy, Chavez Suarez, gets picked up by these two girls. And he's like, hey, come with me. We got to ride back. I'm like, okay. And, like, I'm hanging out with this one chick, like, talking. And, like, thinking, man, thinking I'm about to fall asleep on this chick's floor. I don't know. So I'm really drunk at this point. Super drunk. And Chavez Suarez is trying to hook up with her friend. And it's like, oh. Oh, they did whatever. Then it's like, oh, it's time for you guys to go. I'm like, all right. I'm like, Chavez Suarez, you know, we get back. He's like, oh, don't worry. I called an Uber. So we get back to the base. We're, back to, we're staying in squad base. We're staying in the squad base. Division schools. So we get back. I go. I say, you know, as soon as we pull up. I just go running straight to the, straight to the, to the head because I had to go to, I had to violently vomit, and I woke up most of the squad bed or half the squad bed. I was all right. I just puked and rallied and went to sleep, and then remember I'm still hungover. Might have even still been drunk. Get kicked awake by a staff sergeant, and he's like, "Hey, you know where your idiots are at or your guys or something?" I'm like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Which ones?" And he, like, name them off. Apparently, one of my Marines passed out on El Camino Real Boulevard in Oceanside. Or Oceanside Boulevard, one, something. He just passed out. So, they, the local PD took him to the front gates. The only person he could remember his name was this staff sergeant. And freaking, and because he was an MP or worked with MPs or whatever, you know. Some of the, one of the guys knew him. He was like, oh, okay. And, like, met, called him or whatever. And was like, hey, I got one of your guys. Then they took and dropped him off. And he's sitting there, and then, like, there's, like, there were three other Marines with him. It's like, where'd the other guys go? Well, two of them apparently, you know, I guess we're, like, one of the guys showed up, and he was like, I don't know where they're at. He's like, or no, like, no, no. Two of the guys showed up together. They had separated somehow. One of the guys looked like he got in a fight on the beach with a hobo or something. <clears throat> like, they pulled, they they somehow linked up and made it back together. The fourth guy in the crew, apparently, cops got called somewhere in the bar or somewhere they were at. And he ended up jumping in the car with a bunch of people and going to a house party. And then he asked if he could sleep over and stay at night. And they said, absolutely not. He The base is that way. Start walking. They're like, the base or hotels are that way or something. Until told him to start walking. So I think he somehow got a cab. Or they might all came in together. I have no idea. They called their, their buddy, who was the one that got dropped off by PMO at front gate for PMO. They were like, uh, they asked him if anyone was out there waiting or mad or new. And he's like, yeah, no. We're like, no. And then they showed up and it was like, what the f- are you guys doing? I'm like, why do you look like you got in a fight with a hobo? 
It's like, why am I getting woke up when I should still be sleeping? Because I'm probably drunk or hungover myself still. You guys just forget the buddy system and leave no man behind. Y'all just... It's like y'all just like, you know, pop smoke on each other. I mean, that was funny. I mean... Then, like... And then there was a time my buddy Trevor, we were at the USO, we were all getting ready to fly home, and everyone stayed at the USO so we wouldn't miss our flights. Trevor went out drinking, came back and passed out in the restroom, in between, like, the door, so I put, like, cones around him, so no one would step on him. Pretty funny, kind of. I had, I used to have a picture of that. Then another time, this one Marine, like, was, this one guy, he was notorious for falling asleep, by the way. Oh... Wooly. The Wooly Nation experience. This is like my third deployment. We are at this place called Darcy Training. We just got done. Wooly's sitting there sleeping. And like, everyone else is awake. We've been training, I get it, you know. It's downtime, so he could sleep. We're just sitting there talking. Like, he falls asleep. And then we start being, the Marines that we are, we start, everyone starts like putting stuff on him or around him. And like, then like the, Darcy Cat, Mr. Giggles, or Bigglesworth comes and lays on him. And we just like take pictures next to him as he's asleep. That was a foreshadowing of things to come. Pretty sure, like, or like, he fell asleep one time on post and caught his sleeping bag on fire. It was really cold at this time during Iraq. And warming layers were encouraged. Not necessarily sleeping bags. But he fell asleep on post and caught a sleeping bag on fire. Needless to say, that didn't bode too well for him. Personally, a lot of us wanted to bust him down the private, but I think the CEO decided disagreed with us. I mean, he was, seemed like a decent Marine, all right. It's just, you know, like, you can't fall asleep on post like that. And then, see. There was a time in Iraq, one of my buddies, like, they had, like, sewer water. And his hand went in the sewer. Like, one of his hands, like, in, like, their sewer drain or whatever. So we nicknamed him Shithook. That was pretty funny. Kind of, that was like funny for us. Then there was the funny suppressing the beach. Me, me being the smart ass that I am, I'm like, wait, there are beaches here? This is not World War II. Not, invade, not fucking D, freaking D-Day. Not invading Normandy, man. That was funny. Then there was a time like we were, like, we were tied people up. Or the time we found one of our Marines like, we were wondering where the one the porn stash one five gave us went, and he was like high hoarding it. His rack was broken, so he was sleeping on a mattress behind his rack, till like we it got fixed. And that's where our porn stash was. Once we got it fixed and put his mattress back up there, that's where the one five porn porn stash they left us was at.
Like you hoarded all the porn. What the heck? Or the time our buddy Puga, we had like a, almost like they had the No Nut November challenge. We had to who could go the longest in Iraq on our first deployment. Puga supposedly won, but in reality he didn't. He he just said he did, and then he won, and he won the pool or whatever it was, like a money or whatever we put in. I don't remember what it was we bet, but he won. And then it turns out he didn't really win, but we don't know who actually won. Because to help expedite his winning, he had his wife send him, uh, or his ex-wife now, I think, send him some uh, videos. And, well, he loaned those out to people so he could win. So that's kind of funny. But, man... So, like, that was a funny thing. I think my first appointment, too, is funny. Is I think we left on Valentine's Day. Like, Valentine's Day night. Oh, another funny story. I guess about that Iraq first appointment. Okay, so, we used some, some of us used to sunbathe on the roofs naked, okay? On our hooches. One time I jumped down for QRF naked. My, 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 my vehicle commander's like, you're naked. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was on the roof sunbathing. I got to move. I got to go get my stuff on. Then another time, of course, I just went out in silkies, my flat Kevlar, and I think flip-flops. QRF, you got to go, man. I'm like, literally went outside the wire like that. And they're like, hey, we need to wear pants when we go outside the wire and stuff. I'm like, okay. We were though, like, so I sunbathed on the roof naked. I go to get down. Apparently, this was set up. They grab my towel and won't let me in the hooch. So what did I do? I just walked around naked. I was about to go to the COC and ask if they could find my towel. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to the COC to find see if they can find my towel. And they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> As they saw me walk off and they gave me my towel and let me in. That would have been really interesting. I don't know what would happen if I'd have went to the C- COC naked and been like, hey, someone stole my towel. Do you know where it's at? Probably would have gotten some trouble. Then another time, like, one of our sergeants was like, hey, is he whacking it? It's like a bunch of people are watching movies and reading, and this one guy's like, looking at like a porn mag or something. I don't know. And like, he's like, here, he's like, hey, I was reading a book. He's like, hey, give me a signal when he's. When he does it again, because I think he noticed someone was paying attention. So, like, I give the signal. He runs over there, ganks it off, and he was whacking it. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And then another time, there's this thing called uh, powdered donuts. You do not want powdered donuts or bubble gum on a deployment. Well, powdered donuts is where someone puts baby powder in their balls. And it's like, here you go. Yeah, you don't want that. It's kind of funny, though, what they do with someone. You're like, Because <laughs> the funny story about that is we took a picture of powdered donuts, I think, on somebody's shoulder one time. And it was before they had, like, you know, before you had phones and stuff to save it on. So you had to send your pictures back, disposable cameras back, because this was 2004. So my grandma, and there was a bunch of other pictures, like, 
probably mooning and stuff like that. So my grandma, poor grandma, went to take it to the Walmart. Because I used to work at the Walmart. On, and like the Photoshop, one of the girls was in the, like I think the Army Reserves or National Guard. And then the others, they knew me because I'd worked with them. So when my grandma took it, she goes, oh, they're like, do you want all of these? And she said, yeah, it's, it's for, my, for my grandson, Will. He used to work here. And they're like, oh, okay, we know him. So they printed them off and gave them to her. And they're like, yeah, I wouldn't look at all those. Some of them are bad. Because they didn't want my poor grandma to see powdered donuts. I mean, they saw them. Huh. Anyhow, like... We're planning, like, the 20-year Battle of Huseba reunion. It's, like, kind of, like... We started the page. It's kind of, we... I guess, kind of, like... There hasn't been, like, really much... I mean, everyone's, like, thinking we're going to have it in 29 Palms, which... We thought about having it there, but someone said they were going to find out from base if we could have it. They knew some people in, like, the regiment or something, or they're, they're like, you know, higher-ups on base. And we never got word back, so obviously we canceled that. We had to cancel that plan. And then, like, someone else, you know, said, hey, we can have it in Colorado Springs. Because, like, one of the guys, his his wife works with a bunch of, like, different, like, veterans organizations. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, that's awesome. We can do it there. I mean, it's kind of in the middle because a lot of people, the people that didn't want it in 29 Palms wanted it in like the middle of the U.S. somewhere. We're like, you know, in the middle maybe. And Colorado is kind of middle-ish. I mean, it is like nice stuff there. Now, the biggest debate to me is do we really want to have it like April? Or would we? Or do we wait till June? Because right now, tentatively, it's going to be the weekend of, I think, April 19th. But honestly, if we could push it to June, that might be better. Or something. But uh, we'll figure it out. We're still working on things, so. I mean, I think, like, reunions like that and stuff like that are just, they're good for the warrior soul and spirit. It helps, you know. Even if they're big or small, it helps. When you see your brothers, even if it's like just one or two, somewhere you had not seen in a while, it, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like, it's, it's up there with, you know, it's really awesome thing, I guess, you know. Especially when it's like a lot of guys you haven't seen in a while, it's even better. I say guys, because probably until my, third deployment we well my first one we had we had bridget she was a cb she was like the only female we had on our base period unless they were like the couple that we detained on the 17th that were working with the the mooge the working with the terrorists like we didn't you know she was like there they were the only she was the only one my second deployment i don't think we had any with us hurricane point we saw obviously we've seen them at camp ramadi and stuff but we didn't work with any. We didn't even. I don't even think we had lionesses at our checkpoints. At least we didn't. At that point, on my third deployment, we had lionesses and we worked with them, and they were good to go. Fourth deployment, yeah, there were lionesses. We had a female translator that went out with her. Her nickname was Hottie because she was hot. She rolled out with the. Uh, she rolled out with the. Uh, she usually rolled out with the het guys. 
human intel guys. And then, you know, we had, like, because we were also responsible for, like, the post security. So, like, we had some females on post. We worked with some British females on the one of the main gate checkpoints. So, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, though. So, yeah, like I said, like, you know... Veterans like things like unions are great. I would still say that, you know, mental health is a big deal. We need to like PTSD and mental health issues. And I mean, society, we need to do better. And people, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. And people, when people ask for help, help them. You know, just be good people. Honestly, that's all I really have. So everyone enjoy this final episode for the month of August. And hopefully in September, I might bring you more than five podcasts for you few people that listen thank you have a good evening everyone will out